Today I want to talk about two kinds of wisdom. Let's pray. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and our response and reaction and to living out our faith and the words of these scriptures be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Today we're continuing the series that our pastor began several weeks ago on the book of James. And so today, James, the brother of our Lord, indicates to us that there are two kinds of wisdom. And he tells us which one is to be preferred. He says a preferred wisdom is gentle and that it issues in good words. And so here at the very outset, he gives us a conclusion that he will draw as to which of the two wisdoms that will be talked about is to be referred. And so we come to the two wisdoms that are described in the scripture for today. And first of all, there is the wisdom that is from below. I could give you a list this morning. This is a, a sermon that has a list of several different characteristics. But the characteristics of the wisdom from below, and incidentally, below is a word that indicates that uh, this wisdom comes from somewhere other than heaven or out, issues out of the kingdom of God. But the first thing that we find about this wisdom from below is that it is ambitiously jealous. Now, the word for jealousy is actually our word for zeal. It's zealous. And uh, it gets transposed into a kind of jealousy, uh, a characteristic of the human spirit that is self-seeking. And not only is it self-seeking, but it has a kind of passionate about it that inflames it and causes it to continue to grow over time. Now, wisdom is a mindset that issues in a lifestyle. And this wisdom from below issues in a kind of life that is filled with this passionate jealousy. The second thing about wisdom from below is that it boasts. It's very boastful. And not only does it boast, but it is always about I, what I have done, what we have done, how great we are, what our interests are, what our desires are, and whatever we do is always the best. What we have is always the best. Our education is more meaningful. The language that we speak is more beautiful and poetic than someone. That is the kind of wisdom that James says is from below. But the third characteristic of this wisdom from below is that it is devilish. That's the word that's translated in the New Revised Standard Version, but it comes from the word demoniac. It's demon-filled. Uh, it's, it's devilish in the sense that it initiates, it's initiated and originates in Satan, our great opponent, the opponent to the spiritual life. And this kind of wisdom that is devilish originates and... Uh, it is fulfilled in the kind of lifestyle that is characteristic of the wisdom from below. 
But this wisdom also, we are told, is earthly, earthy, in the sense that it, it responds to the senses. It's sensual. The kind of wisdom that is from below is the wisdom that is fulfilled uh, by the experience of the senses. And so when uh, someone says, I'm sophisticated in the ways of the world, we know that the wisdom that is talked about there is the wisdom that is initiated in the senses. I think the next things that James says about the wisdom from below is very interesting and can be very meaningful. The wisdom from below, he says, falsifies the truth. Now, you know as well as I do how hard it is to discover the truth and to state with the truth without purposely twist, twisting uh, the truth for our purposes and for our come along. But the wisdom from below, James says, is the wisdom that is smart enough to take the truth and twist it and make it false in order to fulfill uh, the purposes that I have in mind. And so that wisdom is a kind of sophistication that comes from below. And the final thing he says about uh, wisdom from below is that it is unspiritual. In other words, it's not spiritual. It doesn't originate in the spiritual realm. It originates somewhere else. Now, doesn't mean that this wisdom is not smart. It doesn't mean that this wisdom is not cunning. It doesn't mean that this wisdom is unintelligent. It just simply means that the kind of wisdom that James describes here first is wisdom that's from below. Now, there is a kind of wisdom that comes from above. From above. And this is the wisdom that he describes next in this particular way. He indicates, first of all, the wisdom that's from above, from that place where God is, the kingdom wisdom, the wisdom that is initiated in the Spirit of God. This wisdom is considerate. This wisdom is considerate. It's smart enough to know how to be kind and loving and considerate. This is the kind of wisdom that is from above. This wisdom also issues in merciful works and good works. It does good things because in, it, in its heart, in the heart of hearts, this wisdom is anchored in God. This wisdom knows God. This wisdom is from above. And James also tells us, the brother of the Lord indicates to us that this wisdom comes from an undivided mind. When you know who you are in your heart and in your soul, you know which of these wisdoms is desired of God. You're not unstable. You're not able to remain uncommitted. Your faith takes you to a place, James says, where your mind is united around wisdom and things that are 
anchored in the bedrock of God's Word and God's Spirit. And the next thing we find is that James indicates that this wisdom is pure. It's pure. It's unclouded. You know, you know the difference between a cloudy day and an unclouded day. Look out. This is a good illustration, a metaphor of what we're talking about. The wisdom from above is not clouded with things that would keep it from allowing the sunshine of God's love and wisdom to shine through. And that's the kind of wisdom that is pure. But notice there is something very interesting about this wisdom. This wisdom is also peaceful and peaceable. The wisdom that comes from above is wisdom that it, it's very hard, has a tranquility about it. It's, it's a beautiful silence that reminds us as Jesus, uh, or as the psalmist said, I walk down through the peaceful valleys and by the still waters. This kind of wisdom knows the strength and the courage given by God that will allow us to be peaceful and undisturbed sometimes in the most difficult and trying times of our lives. Now that's the wisdom from above, the wisdom from below. And the last part of this indicates what the consequences of whichever lifestyle that we follow. If we follow and desire the wisdom from below, here's what James says. That wisdom uh, issues in conflicts and wars and disturbances that no one seems to be able to control. And when you participate in that, you think you're doing what's right. I'm smart enough to know that when I fight with somebody else, I'm going to win and I'm doing the right thing. And that's the kind of wisdom from below that James cannot recommend to us today. But he also says that the wisdom from below is covetous. And he means by that big word, seeking the things, the wisdom from below would cause us to seek the things that we cannot legitimately possess. And in order to get those, we have to steal them or we have to kill somebody or somebody's character in order to make those things our own. Covetousness is to be in possession of something that you are not legally bound to. It's something that you get through thievery. And this wisdom from below indicates or issues in a life that uh, supports that kind of lifestyle. The, the, the third thing he says about this wisdom is that it becomes a kind of life that is always asking for the wrong things. Now that's where it hits me. How often do I allow myself 
to be overcome by the wisdom from below that will not allow me to say, God, whatever your will is, let that be the path that I will follow. But the wisdom from below leads us into a path where we're always asking for the unrighteous, the unmerciful, the unjust, the thing that causes the peace to be broken and for the law to be put aside as not immortal. And then finally, the wisdom from below has its friends in the world. That's the way he says it. Actually refers to those who live by the wisdom from the world. They're referred to as adulterers. Not in the sense that someone has multiple romantic partners. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about a mind that is so set on being friendly with the influence of this world that he or she cannot see out into the next world. That's the consequences of the wisdom from below, but the wisdom from above, look at this. Look at it. It's filled with grace. We know without the grace of God, we would have no wisdom. We know without the grace of God, we would be nothing. Without the grace of God, we would have no direction in life. Secondly, the wisdom from above gives you the power to resist the devil. Resist the devil, and the devil will flee from you. I read a very interesting article just yesterday, as a matter of fact, where the guy was making the point that, yes, the devil is real. And this is exemplified in the life of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, the brother of James. His life when he responded to ultimately the call of God on his life. First thing the devil did was take him out into the desert and challenge him. And guess what? Jesus was able to resist the devil because he had opened his heart and soul to the wisdom from above. Now, a couple of other things just quickly here. This wisdom from above, James tells us, is willing to yield. Uh, the word is submit. And when you are filled with the wisdom from above, you know the importance and experience of power of yielding to the will of God in your life. And then finally, a consequence of Experience some wisdom from above is that you'll have clean hands. Just another way of saying that the pure in heart will see God. I worked on my bicycle a little bit yesterday, and my hands, when I completed that little task, were filthy.
but I've got them as clean as I can be this morning because I spent a little place, I spent a little time in the place where I could get a clean-up job. And to be clean in God is to mean that we have to go to the place where God can do a clean-up job. Let me tell you, through my life, I have seen people that everybody in the world had given up on that go down to Jordan and wash in the stream of God's grace and be made clean and whole in God's wisdom. Some of those people now are my best friends who have been made clean in the blood of Jesus. So there you have it. That's the best I can do. That's the best I can do this morning in trying to understand the difference between these two wisdoms. But I would say this in closing. If you want knowledge, go to school. You want knowledge, go to school. I was taught from the time I was this tall. I was begged. I was charged. I was ordered. You go to school, and you don't quit until you get the highest degree that's possible. That's the way you overcome your circumstances. That's the way you make something out of your life. That's the way you back up your surroundings. And I've tried to do what mom and daddy told me to do. But I know this. You can go to school and get knowledge. But if you want wisdom, if you want wisdom this morning, go get on your knees. Get on your knees. And pray that God will give you the wisdom that is from above. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.